Jewel Radio presents What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Women positive news you can use. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What She Said, brought to you tonight by Roar Publishing, Concept to Content. I'm Christine Bentley with Kate Wheeler. You know, Kate, I cannot believe that it's already Labor Day weekend. I know. School is about to start. Summer holidays are over. And I don't know about you, but I always feel a little bit sad this time of year. Now, when my children were young, I loved it. Because they were going back to school? They were going back to school. (laughs) Routine. Love the routine. So why sad now? I don't know, because I, I, I guess we all... As the nights get cooler and, you know, the sun comes up later, it's dark earlier, we we think about January, or I do. <laughs> Boy, you're a little previous there. Aren't you? <laughs> well, we are going to start the show with something uniquely Canadian and lots of fun for people of every age for this long weekend and hopefully to cheer Christine up. Yeah. It is the fifth annual, actually, it's the sixth annual Le Burger Week. It was started in Montreal and it's now going international. So the co-founder, Naeem Ward, will join us to talk about how you can join in and some of the most outrageous burgers he has seen. And did you get him to bring samples in, Christine? Oh, yes. Yes, he is bringing a few samples in and I can see Angelo's eyes lighting up and Alex as well. Um, and he's also going to tell us how you can uh, how you can sort of join in on this. You can uh, on the website. It's the restaurants that are participating. You, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't say too much, but you can even get this delivered to your door. I mean, can you believe it? Mm-hmm. This uh, is a recipe for disaster for anyone who's trying to watch their the waistline. recipe for deliciousness. Yes. Now we all know it's time for us to get back in the mode and our usual routines. Uh, get them going efficiency expert Adriana Girdler who is a pro at this is going to help us get ready get organized um, for that whole back to school effect and Brody previews what is hitting the screens each weekend and this week she's talking about one of them that she's talking about is Steven Spielberg's landmark sci-fi drama Close Encounters of the Third Kind which is being re-released to mark its 40th anniversary 40th anniversary 40th anniversary I can still, can you still win the do do? They still yep, play the, yep, yep. the keyboard music. She's also going to be talking about Tulip Fever with a hot young cast Alicia Vikander, uh, Dane DeHaan, Cara Delvignier, and uh, uh, among other things. Um, and we also have a Canadian filmmaker, Ingrid Venninger, in about her sixth film. Uh, Porcupine Lake, Mm -hmm. which is going to premiere at TIFF. Now, she is indeed unforgettable, and she's still going strong. Jazz vocalist Addie Braun joins us in our live studio sessions. And a reminder, we have a pair of tickets to give away to the ninth annual Joy of Aging event in October. You can visit whatshesaidtalk.com for contest details. It's um, it's It's a fun event and informative about brain health, with proceeds going to the McKenzie Health Foundation. We also have a $100 Walmart Canada gift card to be won, so do check out our website for details and follow us on social media. It's all at What She Said Talk. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break with Burger Mania. This is What She Said. Stay with us. Do you know someone with tingling, numbness, or pain in their hands or feet? Do you know someone with poor balance, difficulty walking, or at risk of falling? 
These may be symptoms of nerve damage caused by diabetes. Nutarnic Essentials Diabetic Neuropathy Supplement is targeted nutritional therapy for the maintenance of your health. Developed by Dr. Evan Lewis, an expert on nerve health and regeneration. Learn how to optimize your health today at Nutarnic.com. That's N-U-T-A-R-N-I-Q.com. Well, here we are. Summer is just about over, if you even feel you had one. And so we are going to start off on a fun note this evening to cheer you up. North Americans love their burgers. And that menu selection is no longer just a patty on a bun. If you dream hamburgers, stay right where you are, because joining us this evening is a man who co-founded La Burger Week, which started September 1st. Naeem Ward, welcome to what she said. Thanks. Uh, I'm really happy to be here. Is there anyone out there who can beat your love of burgers? Um, probably my, uh, my co-founder, Thierry. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, there's the people, the chefs who put so much attention to these burgers too, you know, they, they just love it. And that's why we have like over 400 restaurants partaking in, in Canada this year. So tell us how Le Burger Week started, because it started in Montreal about five years ago? Yeah, it started in Montreal six years ago, actually. Six years, yeah. Okay. And um, I had just met Thierry, who's now my, my business partner in, in, this, in this fun adventure. Um, and we were eating over burgers, and we, we had this huge debate over which burger was the best in the city of Montreal. Uh, him being a lawyer, he, he got pretty, like... Uh, passionate about it and I was a, a food blogger at the time so I felt like I had the authority authoritative voice when it came to to burgers in Montreal and and that debate didn't end it really didn't and our friendship was based on that and we started uh, <laughs> a burger based relationship <laughs> yeah that's it and uh, we started getting our friends involved the next thing you know uh, more and more people started getting involved and we said hey let's let's do something with this so what's involved with Le Burger Week um, I mean, it's it's fairly simple. It's it's a pretty silly as well at the same time. Uh, it's you know nothing serious. But uh, w- what we do is we try to get uh, as many restaurants as we can with a certain quality of of product in uh, different cities to make a special burger or to have their special burger featured for um, this week. And uh, so it starts from the it starts from the first to the seventh, mm-hmm. and uh, you can go anywhere at these participating restaurants. The list is on our website, so lebergerweek.com. Right. And you select your city, and then you can vote for your favorite ones that you had. And it's really a fun contest. It's just really about getting people to discover new places, having the chef like uh, get a chance to put something something different out there. I mean, like there's now tell there's, us what you've got because there's they a mango smell in this fabulous. one. I, I you know what I've seen. I, I'm 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 pretty confident when I say I've seen probably thousands of burgers, <laughs> and I've never seen one. And 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 I'm and I'm, I'm looking at the the chef owner uh, right now, and I don't think I've ever seen one with a mango slice in it. So this is from the uh, Yellow Griffin Pub, is it? Yeah, Yellow Griffin Pub, and uh, it's the uh, Calypso uh, burger. And uh, there's mango, there's avocado. Um, I guess if you're if you're watching this video, you you can pretty much see. Well, I love the way they describe it: desirous bacon, jealous avocado, envious mango, and covetous cheddar on an eight ounce grade Canadian beef patty. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. every ingredient has an emotion. Yeah, <laughs> it should. It should. You know. And then when you eat it all together, imagine that emotional explosion in your mouth. And the second burger is... It's from Baton Rouge. Yeah, the chili baton, tender beef baton burger. Baton Rouge. 
Baton Rouge, Baton Louisiana, Rouge. Baton Rouge, yeah. France, you know what? <laughs> and this the one, red stick. This one is a half pound of premium Angus beef, chopped signature chicken tender, diced tomato, green onions, red pepper, mint, and cilantro mixed in general Tao sauce and topped with avocado. Served with French fries, which of course didn't. Yeah, they, here. We have no fries. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I don't think you could get fries down after this burger. Do you think? Uh, I, I bet you can. I bet it's like this whole like combo thing that, that happens, you know, with the fries and, and maybe a beer and the burger. It's it's like, uh, it's nice. Well, this year's motto is do it with a friend. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's great. So people go out and try it and then they vote. And what happens to the winner? You At the end of the at the end of the week so uh we announce the winners on uh, on our social platforms we send uh, certificates to different types of winners that they are so there's the popular choice where people vote there's also a judge's choice so we have like secret eaters going around and and trying all of them and, and giving them grades and giving back to us and you got the healthiest burger and the most outrageous burger yeah so what is the most outrageous burger that you have seen so far you know what it was year one of uh la burger week in Montreal and uh, it was a burger and I, I never thought I would ever see this and inside the burger there was an entire poutine it was it was like tall like really tall and like a and there was the two patties of beef and in there was a bunch of fries cheese curds and gravy just sho- shoved in there <laughs> my, my arteries are closing <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was definitely insane the most outrageous part of it was the, the fact of like seeing people trying to eat it wow and they were just like okay well here's a burger and they would just pick it up and they would try to chow it down it was it was pretty crazy well, this has certainly grown over the past six years. You started with what, and where are we now? Uh, we started with uh, about 30 restaurants in Montreal um, six years ago, and uh, we didn't think that we would move out of the city at all. Like uh, We never had that type of intention or to really do anything you know, bigger with that. That was uh, our goal was just to really find out which burger was the best in, in Montreal. And eventually we started getting um, phone calls or emails from, uh, you know, enthusiastic, passionate burger lovers in different cities. And they're saying, hey, I, I want to do this in our city. How do we do it? How do we do it? And so we end up, um, you know, being in this year in, in Calgary and Edmonton and Winnipeg and in Cornwall and Ottawa and Toronto and Vancouver. And we're also in Port-au-Prince mm-hmm. uh, in two cities uh, in Haiti, which is really cool. Um, we have a few cities. It's in, International in the Le Burger Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, it'd be cool to find out one day, you know, who's got the best burger in, in the world. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I but would... isn't that a matter of taste? Though? It is. It mm. is so much a matter of taste. And even these two, just these two, I mean, everybody could love them. Yeah. You know, you could have one one day and one the other day and say, I can't make up my mind because. Yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. Uh, it, it's all about how you feel that day. It's who you're with. Um, it's what your personal tastes are. Yeah. And you'll find something amazing for you all the time. What yeah. is it about burgers, though? Yeah. It all comes down to the love of the burger. And I remember being a kid and it was a patty and a bun with maybe some ketchup and mustard and relish. And now it's evolved. What is it that we North Americans just can't do without? 
You know, um, it's it's a really good question, uh, and obviously, I've I've thought about burgers on a philosophical level for many years now. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear what's coming now, Kate. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, it is true. And then I remember at one point they introduced cheese, and just mm-hmm. cheese. You were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa there's there's cheese, and we're gonna have to change the name. We're gonna call it a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, yeah. cheeseburger, cheeseburger fries. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's this big trend around like gourmet mm-hmm. burgers and and bringing it somewhere. So that's really that's really cool. It gets gets a chef. I think I think chefs and, and restaurant owners they like to take something foundational, something classic, and and, and really like um, give it their own touch mm. to it so you have that opportunity you can do anything with a burger you can have I any know. type of burger it's great it's fabulous and i guess the restaurants must see an uptick for la burger week because they're offering the specials and yeah it's, yeah it's great for them too yeah absolutely i mean um you know as the festival grows in certain cities uh, and becomes more and more popular um some of these restaurants see their best week of the year being during burger week but what I think is really neat is that you don't actually have to go out to try one of these burgers. You no. can have them delivered. Yeah. So we uh, that's part- dangerous. <laughs> I yeah. think Very. that's really dangerous. <laughs> I know. At least walk to the restaurant, yeah. right? Yeah. And walk back. At least. Yeah. Um, well, uh, just eat. We partnered with Just Eat and Skip the Dishes, uh, depending where you are in Canada, and uh, you can basically get the um, the burger delivered to you. Um, which is really cool. You just go on the website, you just do a couple of clicks, and you know yeah, how it is, and, uh, and and you just get the burger delivered. Now, I wonder, just to ask, just as a parting question, would you have any idea how many calories might be in this? <laughs> you don't want to know. Or, you're right, Kate. I don't want to know. I, well, I think a daily a daily recommended amount of calories. But you know what we do? Um, uh, we, we try to do these physical activities as much as possible during the week. That, during the week? Yes. Yeah, so we announce them on our Facebook page or whatever, and we do runs or boot camps and stuff like that. How many do you eat this week? Oh, you know what? Uh, it's, it's leading up to the week how many I eat. Like I take about six to eight months and with a team, and we go around eating way too many burgers. Well, you have some metabolism. I want it because it yeah. doesn't show. I work out four times a week. Uh, I'm vegetarian most of the time, and uh, my wife keeps me in check hard. Yeah. Uh, oh, so that's what a good wife does. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming in and telling us again. The website is leburgerweek.com. So. Go on, try the burgers, um, enjoy the burgers as we are going to, and vote, and vote. And uh, we'll keep you posted on on the winners. And a shout out to the Yellow Griffin Pub and Baton Rouge. And the Yellow Griffin Pub is in High Park and Baton Rouge from from Oakville. Cool. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. This is what she said. We'll be right back. Join us October 22nd at Bellevue Manor in Vaughan for a morning of fun, learning, and great camaraderie. Learn how to stay sharp as you age with guest speakers Dr. Vivian Brown, Dr. Nazarene Katri, and MC Camilla Scott. A wonderful morning of breakfast, entertainment, special treats, and all proceeds go to Mackenzie Health Foundation to support the Domestic Assault and Sexual Abuse Center. Go to thejoyofaging.ca for more info and see you on October 22nd. 
Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. (laughs) (laughs) Want to know more about the music and the musicians you love? Today we're talking about five bands that have been at it for a very long time. The entire album was recorded over three weekend sessions for a cost of $6,000. Whenever I do an impression of Bob Dylan, that's the only line that I do. Tangle up in blue. That's, that's it. And you that's, do it. That's all I do. Well, I do can't it again, do any. Do it again. Tangled up in blue. <laughs> what that Eric Alper knows will spin your head Sundays on What She Said Talk. Back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio. Joining us this evening is the founder and CEO of Cornerstone Dynamics, Adriana Girdler. Welcome to What She Said. Hello. Now, you are what's called an efficiency expert, and you provide clear overhead strategies for your clients to succeed. So can you help us all get through what is called summertime sadness and back into that fall routine again? For sure. I mean... (sighs) The summertime. Did we is, have a summertime, Adriana? Well, actually, no. If you really want to get on that topic, <laughs> I don't know where it went. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, we still take our vacations. We're still doing things. And in fact, I just sent an email today to one of my clients saying, okay, we've all been lax and doing A, B, and C. Guess what? We have to get back into the groove, pull up the bootstraps. Um, And so that's really what it is. How do you get back in the groove of being effective and efficient after everyone's kind of been in that summertime, really more vacation mode, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's not a lot of people around. You try to have a meeting and you're always missing some key individuals because guess what? They're on vacation. So how do you get out of that mode and get back into the groove? Because really you got... Sad to say, I'm already thinking like January 2018. (laughs) So do you think, Adriana, that when people get back in that they have work to pay? It's sort of like reviewing, you know, in school, you review a bit of last year before you launch into the new curriculum. Do people have to do that, businesses? I'm really glad that you say that because, yes, I mean, I, it's one of the big recommendations that I make. You know, we spend all this time in the beginning of the year executing our strategies and the business plans, and we do a great job of it. Then summer hits, and all of a sudden, like, everything halts or at least goes at a snail's pace. And then you have September, and everyone just kind of just continues, and then they scramble at the last month usually. This is, I'm being very generic, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the framework. So if you can actually get reinvigorated, get people back on track, actually reignite what the vision is, what the strategy is, get people back into the groove, because they really have been off, so to speak. Um, for the last couple of months. So definitely have to do a review just so they go, they, they all know here's why and what we're supposed to be doing. 
Okay, so why don't you take us through some of your tips? I have a list, and, and a list is where we start because yes. you like the good old fashioned checklist. I I love checklists. You know, there's so much in our world, whether it's in the office, at home. Um, it, really in everything that we do, that is just a standard checklist. And if I don't have to think about it and I can just kind of look at it and check it off, it makes my life easier so that I can actually focus on things that are really important, which is the creative work that I have to do or the conversations I have to have and keep that stuff in my head versus trying to think, did I remember to let the dog out when I left for work? Right? Did you know, I remember like these, to let the dog back in? Did I let the dog <laughs> back in, right? Or if I'm going on vacation, do I have everything? Did I actually call to make sure the paper was canceled? You know, like all those, it's generic stuff that happens. So mm -hmm. checklists are awesome. And if you can integrate that personally and professionally, particularly professionally, here's what we have left to do. Here's your checklist. Make sure you get it done by the state. And then you don't have to think about it. It's huge. It actually creates less stress. Hmm. Punctuality. Well, when you've been in summertime mode and you've been wearing flip-flops and time really hasn't been an Christine issue. always wears flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> I wear them as long as I can. <laughs> what I find really intriguing, and it's not on purpose, but people will come back into the office kind of with that same vibe, right? Because it's sort just, of like the Friday afternoon casual yeah, day that never and, stops. And it never stops. So you just have to kind of get people back in the groove and someone needs to kind of, you know, um, be the person with the drumbeat, right? Okay, here you go. We're getting back on track. Let's do it on time. We're starting on time. I'm not waiting any longer. And then people go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get back into that groove of what they have been doing prior to the summertime. Mm -hmm. So you don't find that when school starts that people that that was always an automatic signal, I think, for me. Yeah, that it was just like, OK, like we're back in we're back in the routine. But when you don't have young kids at home anymore, you're kind of I listen, all my kids are in high school and one's almost graduating. And I I've like school supplies. Oh, oh, gosh, school supplies. Like you're right. Like you don't mm -hmm. I don't think about it anymore. So I think it depends on where you're at. So in the business world, yeah, you have you have a range of people are single, don't have kids, kids in you know grade school, high school university, wherever it may be. So those who do have the younger ones are quite lucky because you're right. They are in mode already. They're yeah. like on. But there's some of us who are like, hey, <laughs> can I have another vacation? Yeah. <laughs> like well, maybe I'll start the end of September. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, for me uh, now with with both daughters grown, my signal is is one of the signals it's always been. It's like, okay, the X has started. Yeah. That means. I got to think about it. The end of summer. That's because that's, that's the timing, right? Right. So now you've got a daily walk on your list. Yeah. So you know what? When you've been in that relaxing mode, you know, sometimes it can be hard to get back into the groove, right? So why not just not like drop all that relaxation or drop the fact that you still kind of have that summertime feel because it is still lovely. I mean, we're going to be locked indoors soon enough. Mm -hmm. So don't drop it and ignore it. Keep it going by, you know what, take a break, go out for a walk, have a walking meeting, do those things, enjoy the weather. It's just that we now have to kind of, you know, get a little more uh, disciplined with our approaches to things. And But I'm not saying give everything up, right? Adriana, do you think that then this would be a good time if you've been thinking to yourself, really, I should be bringing a healthy lunch every day instead of going out and eating crap, Right that the, this is the time to institute those things that you've been kind of thinking about but never got around to doing as put them on your chest checklist and make it part of your new routine. I, that's a great idea, Christine. And 
I, I actually don't like New Year's resolutions because nobody keeps them. But what? But if you actually integrate in your daily life, so here you are, you're getting back on track with things. Yeah. It's September. Why not eat healthy now? You're at for sure. Put it on that checklist. Whatever it is you can do to make your life better, healthier, happier, that's huge. That's going to make you a more effective and efficient individual and make your life more productive, both personally and professionally. Yeah. Well, I'm, for example, my son, who works 18 hours a day, doesn't bring lunch. Uh, because he's too rushed to bring lunch. And then by the time he gets home at 10 o'clock at night, he's starving and eats garbage. And he's junk. And he feels horrible. And I'm saying, why don't you, you know, it's September. It's almost Labor Day. Get into a routine where you make it the night before. Well, that's one of the tips I have, actually. Sunday is an awesome day, Sunday evening, for cutting up all your vegetables, putting in a container. I mean, I used to do this when the kids were really young for their lunches. Kate used to do it all the time. Slow cooker. Uh, Kate's still doing it now. I love my slow cooker. No, no, but you used to... (laughs) Oh, the slow cooker. She used to leave in the morning. Yeah. um, And every day, or not every day, but a lot of days, if if it was that, she would put the food in, had had it pre-timed. By the time she came home, it was pretty much cooked. Now I have an Instapot. It does it instantly. I love my Instapot. Isn't and I have awesome? a soda. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like black bean soup, seven minutes, start to finish from yep. dry beans. It's amazing. It is amazing. I love it. It's a combo. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, and that's the whole point. You have to think about life holistically and you think of it not just in these chunks of time which is what we do we walk into work or we go somewhere we just think of that moment and there's nothing wrong with being in the moment I'm a big believer in that but you do have to take a step back look holistically what is it that I have to do how can I plan it all in oh my goodness it's Sunday night I'm going to be really busy working all week because we're getting back into that groove Mm -hmm. how can I like pre-pack things get things organized that's really critical and you're a big believer in being Positive. You got it. Because how what we think, what we say has a direct impact on what we do and how we behave and what we attract. So I'm not saying that if you're only positive, you're only going to have positive things and nothing negative is going to happen to you. I mean, no, that would be great. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but how you look at things when you're in a positive uh, frame of mind can be quite different than how you look at the exact same scenario and situation when you're in a negative frame of mind. Yeah. So summer is ending. I get it. It's not the end of the world. Guess what? There's holidays coming up in the wintertime and summer. There's another season that's going to be happening. Yeah. So don't think of it as the end. Think of it as a great beginning to fall and getting your things organized so that you can plan ahead think holistically use mm-hmm. your checklist go for a walk still you know what I mean like still keep that good positive groove going I actually agree with you we have no control over what happens so if you None. think positively about it at least it's you're gonna feel the least negative negative yeah. impact and, yeah. and and sometimes there's too much of a rush in organizations it's September oh my goodness we got to crack the whip that's probably the attitude that's going to lead to more negativity. So yeah. it's not like, here's an opportunity for us to get everything that we need done. It's mm-hmm. just a shift in thinking, but can have a world of a difference for ensuring that people actually are more effective. So Adriana, where can people reach you if they or their company need some efficiency training? Thank you for asking. They can reach me at my website at cornerstonedynamics.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. It's always a pleasure. I love you guys. You're Uh, awesome. We love you too. This is What She Said. Stay with us. What She Said is more than women positive news. First, it's a radio show on the Jewel Network with a dedicated and growing audience of affluent men and women aged 35 plus. But What She Said is also a digital platform with thousands of followers, the ideal target market for your brand. What She Said features companies and trendsetters, those on the leading edge of fashion, business, lifestyle, entertainment, travel, technology, and finance. 
Get your brand on What She Said and get results. Go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Adding some extra sparkle to your home is easy with Glass Lighting Gallery. Now with two locations to serve you, each featuring hundreds of in-stock pennants, lamps, and chandeliers to choose from. And both come with Glass Lighting Gallery's friendly staff that will help you find the perfect lighting solution for your home. It's bling for your home at Glass Lighting Gallery, 28 Converse Park Drive in Barrie, and now open in Aurelia at the corner of Mississauga and West Street. Visit glasslightinggallery.ca. When Candace Derricks tells people where to go, they listen. Hmm. And all-inclusive is sounding pretty nice right now. Ooh. <laughs> Let me see food and travel and exactly, what else. right? There's nothing else in life. It's food and no. travel as far as I'm concerned. So you want to do all your investigation up front. These are really, really, really good tips. Pleasantville is on our bucket list. <laughs> We've got expert travel tips and tricks from Candace at lifeinpleasantville.com. Weekends on What She Said Talk. Back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio. Saturday night and the moon is who cares what picture you see. And it is time for Saturday Night at the Movies. Joining us now is our film critic Ann Brody who is in the thick of TIFF already. <laughs> You're at screenings and, and I hear you've got an exciting interview coming up. Well, I think we will have many exciting interviews coming up, but actually, I'm not at liberty to say right now, and also, many of the films I've seen have been embargoed, but I will tell you a few things. I think I've seen around 15 by now. Um, I've seen Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman together again after The Beguiled, Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in the film about the Boston Marathon bomber. Um, Angelina Jolie's animated picture about a girl in living in Kabul. Just a stunning array of films. I just saw one now called The Florida Project with William Defoe, and it, I have the feeling it's going to give Moonlight a little bit of a run for its money. Mm. So, you know, just for everyone's information, tiff.net. Go there, get information about the film festival that starts on the 7th and runs through the 17th of September. Wow. Uh, we were just saying earlier, we can't believe that it's been 40 years. Isn't that Steve- incredible? Yeah, 40 years for Steven Spielberg's, Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. I mean, really, how old are we? That just seems like a couple of years ago. We're really old. <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> no, but, you know, that was such a special film. And that was um, a, the second film that Steven Spielberg had done that sort of changed the way we looked at, well, no, it spectacularly changed the way we looked at sci-fi in that these these things beyond our own world could be friendly, that aliens could could connect with us and, and, and develop a bond, that it wasn't all monsters and uh, creepy things, that, you know, there was a lot of heart to be had in sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So we had that with E.T., we have that with Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Who can tell me the story? Who remembers it? What, of Close Encounters of the Third yeah. Kind? Yeah. Well, I remember the music. If I had any sort of tone, I could probably do the ding ding, the, the, do the, the the tones. But yeah, I yeah. mean, he, he, he that kind of uh, was such an unusual thing in itself when it came out. And actually, TV does a lot of that now. Law and Order. Uh, so that set another 
landmark. It's just an incredible film, sort of Richard Dreyfus as this ordinary fellow living in the desert who connects with what he believes will, are aliens and a huge event that's about to happen. Right. So he makes a, a human connection with them. But nearby, there is a sort of underground layer of scientists working not just to study these aliens that they know are coming, but perhaps destroy them if necessary. So Sony has digitally remastered it in 4K. It's it's out now. It's a week-long theatrical theatrical release. Um, it started on August 31st, so I guess it goes till next Thursday, Thursday to Thursday? Yes, yeah, for an, an, something new will come along then. Okay. But I would definitely see it on a big screen. If any any of our listeners have the chance, just rush out and see it. It is a spectacular film, Okay, so well t- worth seeing. So tell us about Tulip Fever. Well, it's finally out. They have tried for years to get this thing released, and it's got a couple of really hot young actors in it. Uh, Alicia Vikander, Dane DeHaan, who just did a, uh, the Polar Bear film in Canada, um, and Cara Develevine. So it's about the great tulip craze in Europe, and specifically in Amsterdam um, in the 17th century, People were just discovering tulips, and it was a it was a, a fever really that that caught everyone's imagination, and people got incredibly rich from developing mm-hmm. tulips. So anyway, Vic Ender plays a, a poverty-stricken girl who's taken in by a very wealthy man and given a whole new life. He he's cruel. He gets a painter to come and paint her picture. Dane DeHaan, of course, they have an affair. So they decide to hunt for the perfect tulip bulb in order to get their lives back and, and to to escape his clutches. <laughs> so I can't really, you know, it's not to everybody's taste, but Judy Dench is in it also, and believe it or not, Zach Galifianakis. So wow. I, yeah, crazy, eh? Love the title <laughs> of this. I do until I don't. Well, isn't that true? Isn't that life all over? Yep. <laughs> so it's a sex revenge comedy, of course. There are some couples who sort of, uh, I keep saying sort of, and I don't know why. But aside from that, as a filmmaker doing a documentary on how love is unsustainable, so marriages are doomed to fail and marriages shouldn't be occurring in the first place. So it sort of puts them sort of (laughs) in that frame of thinking and their marriages fall under the microscope and the one that had the most solid, the couple that had the most solid relationship, um, are not doing well at all. They, they're really suffering under the microscope. And then these couples realize that the filmmaker is using them, and so they decide to get revenge. So you know, if that's up your alley, by all means, go up the alley. All right, Annie, we are going to let you get back to all your screenings. Thank you very much for, for taking you. the time out to call in and tell us all about the movies. All righty. If you got a problem, don't care what it is If you need a hand, I can assure you this I can help, I got two strong arms Joining us now is lifestyle expert Lena Almeida who is always willing to share what she is loving and this week it's all about a new way to fundraise It couldn't have come at a better time We were just speaking about this earlier How every parent hates it I'm going to be passionate about this I know but I hate fundraising too. I hate it with a passion. And I have two boys in elementary school. 
And they're also both in sports. So I feel like every month we are, you know, receiving the dreaded chocolates (laughs) or Mm. something to sell to raise money for their sporting event or their school event. And I was just getting so frustrated. I'm so happy to be turned on to Fundscript. And if any listeners out there are thinking, I feel your pain, Lena, me too, I really, really want you to pay attention. So it's Fundscript without the T. That's right. right. It is okay. F-U-N-D-S-C-R-I-P okay. dot com. So what's it all about? Absolutely. So Fundscript is a Canadian fundraising program in which your supporters pay for their shopping with gift cards. So the really easy way to explain it is this. Instead of instead of selling chocolates, or I always say chocolates because literally this is what I think my life is when it comes to fundraising, <clears throat> or anything else, you're selling your supporters gift cards. And here's the amazing thing. The gift cards are at face value. So if I sell you a $100 ESO card, you're receiving a $100 ESO gift card, but a portion of the sale is automatically going into my fundraising account. So I'll give you a quick example to illustrate it. So I'm going to use Indigo gift cards as an example. Now, the return on Fundscript gift cards is anywhere from 2 to 12%. Wow. For Indigo, it's 5%. So let's say I'm doing a school, fun, school fundraiser, and we say, let's get 500 families to purchase $100 Indigo gift cards. Well, just like that, I've made $2,500 for my campaign. And now if I repeat that over the 10 months, taking into account that the return is 2 to 12%, I can make anywhere from 10000 to 60000 for my fundraiser selling gift cards at face value. So all of my supporters are getting exactly what they paid for. The denominations are available from $5 to $100. And because the gift cards are generated directly by the brands, there's no hassle. You know that there's no expiry date on the gift cards. They can treat them just as they would a regular store gift card. Or cash. Yeah, exactly. So how many retailers have signed on to this? You're not going to believe this. There are over 220 retailers available. What is the upside, do you think, for them? Well, see, when Fundscript buys the gift cards, of course, they're buying them in bulk from the retailer. So they're getting patronage for the store. They're getting money up front for people who aren't going to, yeah. And let's be honest here. If you were selling an ESO gift card, who can't go through a $100 ESO gift card in a month? In a month. It's so easy, right? (laughs) Two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I know everyone can. And here are some of my picks for the stores that are available. Again, after, you know, 220, there are are quite a few. But I love Walmart, Best Buy, Indigo, Esso, Loblaws, Starbucks, and the Home Depot. Again, these are all stores that we probably frequent. Anyway. Yeah. If it's not on a weekly basis, it's a monthly basis. And really with Fundscript, all you're really doing is changing the way your supporters pay for their shopping. So just encouraging them to shop with the gift cards to support your campaign versus paying by cash or debit. And here's the great news. Fundscript has helped Canadians raise over $18 million dollars. For a wide variety. How come of we've causes. never heard of this before? Right? Kate Thank and I you. both don't like this. My mind was blown. No, I like this. Yeah. No, no you I like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't like we don't like fundraising. How right. you know, where were they when I had to do they it? They have been around 
for a long time. They're based out of Montreal. You can actually, like I said, visit their website, funscript.com, to learn all about them. And here's the great news. You control the way you raise the funds. So you can choose to do collect, you know, a paper kind of order form from families. People can go online and order gift cards directly. So you'll send them, of course, a unique fundraising link. Right. Yeah. So, but if, if, if but then can I pick a selection of different cards or do you they all have to be the same no. one? That's the wonderful thing. So you can you can keep it really streamlined and say, okay, we're just going to do one retailer, maybe pick a retailer with a higher return to make money a little mm-hmm. bit quicker, or you can give your supporters a selection. And I think it's great. I am telling everyone I know about it, and certainly on the first day of school, you can bet the first thing I'll be doing is marching right to the school office and saying, I've got a better way to fundraise this year. And Fundscript is... is- Helping us kick off the school year. Absolutely. So they have something great for what she said, listeners. You can enter to win a $100 gift card to a retailer of your choice available on Funscript. So you're going to have a choice of over 220 retailers. That's amazing. And with school coming up and... School events, sporting events, church events, you name it. If you're fundraising this year, take on a better way to fundraise with Funscript. And it's www.fundscript.com. Yeah, yeah. Yes. right. Fund script, yeah. I'm forgetting the D and the T. There's one D, no T. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I'm so glad to tell everyone about it. Like I said, I'm tired of chocolates, and I'd like to see something different this year. I use gift cards all the time. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Well, I don't know any mom who hasn't complained about it, or dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Lena. Thanks for having me. And we'll chat with you in a few weeks. You sure will. This is what she said. Stay with us. Do you know someone with tingling, numbness, or pain in their hands or feet? Do you know someone with poor balance, difficulty walking, or at risk of falling? These may be symptoms of nerve damage caused by diabetes. Nutarnic Essentials Diabetic Neuropathy Supplement is targeted nutritional therapy for the maintenance of your health. Developed by Dr. Evan Lewis, an expert on nerve health and regeneration. Learn how to optimize your health today at Nutarnic.com. That's N-U-T-A-R-N-I-Q.com. Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. Boomer Nutrition Energy Protein Powder is the first protein supplement specifically designed for people over 40. Their research-based formula helps your body combat aging by maintaining lean muscle and slowing age-related muscle loss with added B vitamins for energy and leucine. Boomer Nutrition Protein Powder helps you increase metabolism and support a healthy lifestyle. Use code WSSRADIO at Amazon.ca to save 25%. Visit MyBoomerNutrition.com for details. Be ageless. Live your life with Boomer Nutrition. What She Said is more than women-positive news. First, it's a radio show on the Jewel Network with a dedicated and growing audience of affluent men and women aged 35+. plus. But What She Said is also a digital platform with thousands of followers, the ideal target market for your brand. What She Said features companies and trendsetters, those on the leading edge of fashion, business, lifestyle, entertainment, travel, technology, and finance. Get your brand on What She Said and get results. Go to whatshesaidtalk.com. You're listening to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Women positive news you can use on Jewel Radio.
are going to be knee-high in TIFF very soon, just a few days away, a time when we love to promote our Canadian talent and especially women, writers and directors. We are delighted to be joined this evening by Canadian indie darling Ingrid Venninger, who is premiering her sixth feature film called Porcupine Lake. Welcome to what she said. Thank you. Happy to be here. Now, you say this was a film that came from a place of hope for you, given the troubled times we are going through with increasing violence and intolerance. Yeah. Well, you know that time when you're 12 or 13, it's a very fleeting window when you are sort of separating from your parents and you're looking out into the world. And I remember being 13 and, you know, social media wasn't around and I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't, I wasn't on my laptop all the time. And still it was incredibly overwhelming to find, be yourself in the world. I mean, sometimes it takes a lifetime to be yourself, to walk Mm -hmm. in your shoes. And I think it's especially, I mean, it's always been tough, but especially now with the distractions of social media, I can't imagine being 13 years old in 2017. So I just kind of wanted to time travel back a little bit to a more innocent time when um, all you wanted in the world was a best friend. And this story is about that best friend that changes your life. So what is the storyline and why is it called Porcupine Lake? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, Porcupine Lake for me is kind of a metaphor for adolescence because porcupines are sort of spiky on the surface, but really vulnerable underneath. And a lake also can kind of seem calm on the surface, but is very raucous and can be tumultuous underneath. So I like the tension of porcupine and lake living together. And... um, the idea for the family stemmed from my dog biting into a porcupine. Oh, no. And my father having to pull out the quills one by one, and it being one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen when I was about 11 years old. So that image with the metaphor of Porcupine Lake kind of fit with the, with the themes and ideas in this film. So is it, um, you have said that you wanted this film to be a heart trip. Is it your heart that's in there? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's my heart. I mean, I I grew up, uh, I was born in Bratislava, Slovakia, but I grew up in Toronto. I was a child actor. So in fact, I never really had that best friend. I always wanted to find a soulmate, someone that would sort of, I don't know, be your other half in a way. But I was surrounded by a lot of adults growing up. So in a way, this has my my heart in it in, in that I wish I had a best friend when I was 12 years old, someone that got me, someone that influenced me in a way that changed the course of my life that never happened. You say this also comes from memories and summers in Ontario. Why do you say that the landscape is in fact a character? The landscape is a huge character. I mean, the summertime is a strong character in that it's very seasonally based in that kind of summertime that seems endless, whereas now it feels like the summers go all too fast. And the landscape of just driving north of Toronto and hitting that Canadian shield and seeing rocks and trees and forests and forests and forests and lakes was a huge part of my childhood. So, you know, it's about that time set in Northern Ontario when you're 12 or 13 years old and the days seem endless and kind of boring and you just go out into the world and get lost. Mm -hmm. And that's what these two girls do. And it's very much um, in relation to their surroundings that they kind of find themselves. 
Let's uh, move a little now to uh, your unique punk films fam lab and what you hope to accomplish with that. It's quite unique. Yeah, it came from uh, being out in the world with a lot of feature films at film festivals and seeing incredible work by women uh, for second features, but not seeing those filmmakers come around with their third, fourth, fifth feature films. And it was so frustrating for me. And it made me look at why are all these incredible female filmmakers not making a body of work that encompassed 12, 13, 14, 15 feature films the way we see men doing out in the world. So when I won an award at the Whistler Film Festival, which was given to me by uh, the Alliance of Women Film Journalists, I went, right, I'd like to see more films written and directed by women, fiction, narrative, features. And everyone went, yeah. And I said, okay, so I would like to propose that six Canadian women will join for six months and each of them will write an original screenplay. And I'd like to ask the room to step up with $6,000 for this initiative. Because after this big cheer of, we want to see more films by women, the room was silent. There were crickets. No one stood up. Everyone just, and I went, okay, well, I'm going to count down from six. And um, you all have six seconds. I mean, Variety was in the room. The Hollywood Reporter was in the room. I said, whoever stands up is going to get some press out of this. Started counting down. Six, five, four, three, two. And before I hit one, a woman with glasses and braids shot out of her seat and said, I'll do it. And that was Academy Award winning Melissa Leo, actress who was in the room and slapped down $6,000 for a first look at these scripts. And Porcupine Lake was the script that I wrote in the company of five other women over the course of six months. Well, that's that's fabulous and, and good for her. Um, and I'm sure she's pleased that she took this initiative and took the, had the gumption to stand up and slap that money down. Well, yeah, I mean, she, she didn't know me. She'd never seen my work, but she said, I'll be damned if no one stands up for this. <laughs> and, uh, and she said it was the best $6,000 she spent. She had a first look at six scripts. Um, there were a couple of roles for her in some of the other projects. Of course, mine centers on a love story between two 13-year-old girls. So there was no role for Melissa Leo, but I'm going to write something for her one day. And she's become <laughs> a friend. And she was the one that got this ball rolling. So she is our forever champion. So do you see the barriers for women coming down? Are they coming down at all? I mean, there's a lot of initiative. There's always initiatives. I think there's a power in numbers. And I see mo with the initiatives, more of us are making work. And it's also uh, a challenge. It's not so much a challenge to make the work. We've always made the work. We've made do amazing documentaries. We've made ama amazing fiction uh, narrative feature films, uh, web series, television shows. I think the challenge is also once this amazing work exists um, and it gets uh, A-list festival like TIFF or Berlin or Cannes or Sundance as a platform, where are the distributors to, you know, put down those big dollars to buy the bus shelters and billboards to make sure that those films reach an audience? So it's about all of us now um, continuing to make good work, but also for the marketing to sort of up its game so that our films can get to audiences and start making money. Because the bottom line is our films need to make money. Mm -hmm. well, well, you're... you're you kind of do it in a DIY way because you have a very small crew, including your family, your mom, your husband. That's fairly unusual. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a mother. I have two kids. I think if I and I, I, filmmaking is my passion and has been for about 20 years. I think if my film took filmmaking took me away from my family and my kids, it would all kind of break down. So the way I sort of managed to hold it all together was when my son was 12 and my daughter was 15, they became a part of the crew and they become, became a part of the cast and they traveled with me. And now my daughter is in Porcupine Lake. She plays a young teen mom with a six-month-old on her hip, not her six-month-old. <laughs> and uh, and she's the costume designer and my son helped out and my yeah my my partner John Switzer did the craft service for part of the shoot. My mom and dad did the craft service for the other part, but you know, I sort of expanded the crew. My other five features have been a crew of one or two people, sometimes three. This one had a crew of eight. So, you know, I'm getting bigger. So let's talk about when this film is coming out. Yeah, well, the world premieres at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 10th at Scotiabank. I'm really excited about that. We'll have the whole cast in town. Um, for the Q&A, you know, these are a lot of first-time performers in this film. 13-year-old uh, Charlotte Salisbury makes her screen debut. The other actress is going to be coming in from Melbourne, Australia. And you'll see my whole family up there on the stage. So I'm really excited for the world premiere. And people can follow you at punkfilms.ca? Yeah, punkfilms.ca is the website. I'm on Twitter at punkfilmsnow. I'm on Instagram at punkfilms. Um, so yeah, please come out to the screening and then get in touch. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. My pleasure. This is what she said. We'll be right back. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Adding some extra sparkle to your home is easy with Glass Lighting Gallery. Now with two locations to serve you, each featuring hundreds of in-stock pennants, lamps, and chandeliers to choose from. And both come with Glass Lighting Gallery's friendly staff that will help you find the perfect lighting solution for your home. It's bling for your home at Glass Lighting Gallery, 28 Converse Park Drive in Barrie, and now open in Aurelia at the corner of Mississauga and West Street. Visit glasslightinggallery.ca. Join us October 22nd at Bellevue Manor in Vaughan for a morning of fun, learning, and great camaraderie. Learn how to stay sharp as you age with guest speakers Dr. Vivian Brown, Dr. Nazarene Katri, and MC Camilla Scott. A wonderful morning of breakfast, entertainment, special treats, and all proceeds go to Mackenzie Health Foundation to support the Domestic Assault and Sexual Abuse Centre. Go to thejoyofaging.ca for more info and see you on October 22nd. Saturday and Sunday evenings at 10 o'clock on Light and Refreshing, Jewel Radio. Think goodbye to summer but not hunger for thousands of children. Food Banks Canada talks about Hunger Awareness Week. The latest from TIFF and all that goes with it with film critic Ann Brody. A look at traveling in Holland with Candace Derricks and the talented Lindsay Meisner in our live studio sessions. And now, more women-positive news you can use. This is What She Said. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler 
on Jewel Radio. Ich habe einen tollen Job. Schmink mich nicht, bin ganz salopp. What you are listening to is Modern Frau, which translates to Modern Woman by Canadian jazz artist Addie Braun. Welcome to What She Said. Hello, you two lovelies. Yeah. <laughs> now, Modern Frau is your fifth album, and it's inspired by the music of 1920s Weimar Berlin. So tell us about that. Right. So the title Moderne Frau, which is Modern Woman, um, really talks about all the incredible advances that women experienced in that uh, remarkable era. Uh, they, had, they recently only had acquired the right to vote. Um, they could have a job. My God. Uh, some of the artists completely broke away from, from classical edicts of performing, owned their own bars, if you can imagine, in 1920s, a woman opening her own cabaret. Um, the, the freedom to um, wear no makeup to work, to choose your own mate. There were a lot of things that occurred in that very relatively short period, 1919 to 1933. Now, the album features three original songs. You have a love for leading German composer Kurt Weill's music, who helped compose these, and a lot of his songs deal with the female condition, if you will. Were you attracted to that? Very much so. Um, it's interesting that you say female condition because I'm always tossing it up with female condition. It sounds like it's a disease. Mm -hmm. female, fem but people refer to it. I would like to say female experience. Right. And Kurt Weill has a way of writing about women, giving them words to say and sing about that I don't think any other man, any other composer had done before. Most prominently, he writes a fair a fair number of songs about prostitutes. Imagine that, but not just about them. He gives them a name. There's a song on the CD called Nana's Lead, where she speaks about her experience. Can you imagine? Even nowadays, here we have a song on prostitutes singing about her life. <laughs> what she said, you know. <laughs> I think that's pretty rad, and I was attracted to his compassion and empathy for women. Now you're throwing a launch party for the album on Sunday, October 22nd. That's yes. uh, at the Royal Conservatory of Music. Yes. That's on Bloor West. Mm -hmm. So tell people what they can expect. Oh, a grand evening. It's going to be at the Temerity Theatre, which is right above the box office. Mm -hmm. And my full band will be there, which in its largest formation will be nine people. So we'll have a horn section, trumpet, saxophone, uh, clarinet, um, trombone, guitar, accordion, piano, bass, vocals, uh, slide whistle, bike horn, whistling. Um, and I will sing all of those songs with a few anecdotes in between. That, that sounds amazing. Now, people can get, where can they get your music? How can they connect with you? As we speak, the mastering has been finished. I've got the little disc in my bag. So the next step is the CD actually has to be pressed. I expect that it'll be available probably shortly before October 22nd. I mean, you can always visit my website, brand new, www.adibraun.com and find information about um, the, the upcoming event and you can buy tickets online. Uh, it's very, very exciting time mm -hmm. for you. It is. It's very exciting. It's, it's, you know, you can record and it takes months and the mixing and the mastering and all of a sudden very few, very few things happen in a very short time, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at right now. So tell us, um, you're going to sing Modern Frau for mm -hmm. us uh, shortly. Just give us a brief description of what it is. So yes, folks, here I am singing in German because that's pretty rad too. Because I had to, you know, the, <laughs> the, the album is half English, half German. And in the song she says, you know, I'm a modern woman and I really like it a lot. 
Now I can choose my own mate and I can tell him or her where exactly to touch me. And if I like it, I can even buy my own Mercedes-Benz because a woman deserves her own sportsmobile as well. Yes, I enjoy being a modern woman. Okay, great. Well, thank thank you so much for joining us. Thank you tonight. both for having me on the show. That is our show for this weekend. You can join us again next Saturday and Sunday at 10 p.m. and follow us on social media at What She Said Talk. And now, performing in our live studio sessions, here is Adi Brown with Modern Frau. Was du heute kannst besorgen, das verschiebe nicht auf morgen. Denn man weiß ja nicht, wohin das führt. Ja, ich bin ein flottes Mädchen, spinne nicht wie es Faustsche Gretchen, denn bin heroisch und gar nie geniert. Ich habe einen tollen Job. Schmink mich nicht, bin ganz salopp. Denn man weiß ja nicht, was das ja soll. Ich find mir jetzt selbst nen Mann, der mich hier berühren kann. Bin emanzipiert und find das toll. Ja, die moderne Frau weiß, was sie will und ganz genau. Ja, die moderne Frau gefällt mir sehr. Ja, die moderne Frau weiß, was sie will und ganz genau. Ja, so eine Frau nicht ordinär. Ich kauf mir nen Daimler-Benz Für ne Fahrt im schönen Lenz Denn ne Frau braucht auch ihr Sportmobil Trage jetzt nen Bubikopf, bin sehr schick mit meinem Schopf, fühl mich wohl mit diesem neuen Stil. Ja, die moderne Frau weiß, was sie will und ganz genau. Ja, die moderne Frau gefällt mir sehr. Ja, die moderne Frau weiß, was sie will und ganz genau. Ja, die moderne Frau. Ja, die moderne Frau. Ja, so eine Frau gefällt mir sehr. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. 
and listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.